0: at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, price and coverage match limited by state law. The big show. Brooklyn, New York. The band is already on stage. The spotlight is spotlighting before walking out. All I'm thinking is, don't mess up, but I've got the world's top storytellers behind me What could possibly go wrong? Snap Judgment. Live. Up one day, and I was feeling sick and tired of being sick and tired. The schools falling apart, potholes, the rent's too damn high. I said, "You know what? I'm gonna run for mayor." Now, if I had known you just spray paint yourself orange and talk nonsense, I would have done that. But. but hindsight 2020, I decided to run for mayor. Call up some people I know, Washington's for mayor. Solutions, not excuses. Have a big rally. And uh, this guy, this guy, the fixer, I call him up. He says, look at here, look at here. See, um, I know about this, this revival that's happening down at this church, uh-huh. It's gonna be over a thousand people there, uh-huh. And I got you an invitation to speak. Word? Now, I'm delighted because I speak church. I grew up in a church, I know from church, these are my people. And the next week, I roll up and shoot to his word, the place is bumping. This tall lady, she meets me and takes me around through the back, through the system and everything like that, and puts me in a small room right behind the podium. She says, the pastor will let you know, will give you the signal when it's your time to speak. Cool. Now the pastor, great suit, great shirt. He's busy giving it to the congregation. They're giving it right back to him. He's like, ahead brother, let me tell you something about relationships. See, relationships are between an Adam and an Eve. Not this Adam and Steve. They trying to fool you, baby. This gay marriage ain't nothing but Satan's matrimony. And there are those politicians who speak it with fucking tongues evil and deceitful would come and tell you different. I want you to see for yourself what Satan looks like. So I got me one of the politicians waiting for you back there right now. And it occurs to me you know a reporter a few weeks previous she asked me she says what did I think of gay marriage. And I told her, I think, it's none of my damn business. And, then, but no, I said, if you are lucky enough to find someone to kick it with, you better do that. <laughs> and, yeah. And, I rem- I'm remembering this as I look out into the congregation and I see the fixer with a great big old fixer smile on, big gums showing. And I know I'm the one being fixed. It's an evil brethren, it's an abomination. Do you want to see what it looks like in the flesh? guess that's my cue. I get up from the seat, past the curtain, and onto the stage. Welcome. Ha, ha, ha. Snap judgment, baby! the curtain onto the stage feel the anger of a thousand well-dressed people and i want to say hey i'm a lover not a fighter let's let love lie but they're not trying to hear that not today today somebody's got to pay and i picked the wrong day to be somebody I can see the fixer so happy, so proud, maybe too proud. The pastor sees him too. The audience' anger reaches a fever pitch, and the pastor comes out, grabs the mic. Brethren, I think we're going to keep this a church-to-church discussion today. Give this heathen time to think. I feel like I'm lifting my head from the guillotine. Back behind the curtain, off the stage and into the seat. And I'm wondering what happened. Afterwards, the pastor finishes up, people going about their business, and he heads back. <laughs> Son, let me tell you something about myself. See, if and when I decide to stick a knife in you, I'm going to do it from the front, not the back. But today, Brooklyn on Snap Judgment, some of the finest storytellers in the world before we get that far. Would you please join me in showing some love for Bells Atlas. How you doing, Brooklyn? Where's my Brooklyn at? Snap Judgment, live, continues right after this break. And a snap, we've got some big news because you can come behind the stage and get snap stuff right now at snapjudgment.org including a Snap Judgment comedy video available nowhere else. And you might even lust after the beautiful Snap Judgment pen available to let the people know you are a snapper. Join Snap Nation, all kinds of Snap stuff, snapjudgment.org. Now the last time our next guest took the Snap stage, he delivered an instant classic and became the Snap Judgment Storyteller of the Year. That's right. Don Reed returns right after this break, and you're not going to believe where he takes us this time. Snap Judgment live in Brooklyn. Stay tuned. Are you one of us yet? Have you joined Snap Nation for as little as five bucks a month to get Snap stuff? To join the community and get behind the scenes of what makes Snap snap, get your Snap Judgment pen that you can wear to let the world know that you snap. Get the comedy video, get behind the scenes access, get the secrets of storytelling video, get it all right now. Just pause for a moment and join Snap Nation at snapjudgment.org. Your $5 a month donation lets you into the world of Snap and support storytelling that matters. Because it is so hard to hate someone if you know their story. Be a snapper. Join Snap Nation. Get Snap stuff. Snapjudgment.org. Welcome back to Snap Judgment Live. Already in progress. Where's my Brooklyn at? be right here is where you're at. We only have aces tonight. And our first storyteller is someone I traveled around the world three times to catch, and I finally did, to bring him to this stage. Brooklyn, please give a warm hand to Mr. Don Reed.
1: like nine years old our television wasn't working but that did not deter my father he said all right the tv broke we don't give a damn we'll make our own tv check this out my father got a cardboard box and he cut holes on each side at the top and the bottom he cut a big square out the front that was going to be the screen right he got a marker and he drew some dials he got a big roll of paper towels, and he rolled them out on our living room floor. And on each individual sheet, he drew a picture. He put it back inside the box, so each time he twisted it, each sheet would represent a different scene. He said, all right, baby. This is the story of the man that went up in the jungle. All right, here we go. See him walk through the jungle. He's walking through the jungle, right? He's cool. Walk through the jungle. He's got a machete and he's chopping on weeds. See him chopping on weeds, chopping on all them weeds. All right, now here come an alligator, starts some shit. Why? Cause that's what alligators do. They start shit, right? Okay, now, now they fight. Now the alligator bites him and he loses the machete. All right. Alligator's trying to do a death spiral in ass, but he's choking him. He choking his ass real nice. They flipping, they fight, and they wrestle, and they wrestle into the weeds. Now you, all you see is weeds. What happened, baby? What happened? Here comes the man walking out the jungle in some brand new alligator shoes. The end. I want to be just like my dear old dad. But I was a nervous nerd. And everybody called me Blinky because I incessantly, bling, 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 blink, batted my eyes. But my father was cool. And he's always trying to break me out of my shell. One day he said, baby, there's a brand new dance out called The Wax. Have you heard about it? Hold on, let me turn some music on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Brand new dance called The Wax. The first move is you look for a spot on the floor, right? Look for a spot on the floor. Get down like this. You put your back into it because that's the main part of the new wax dance. New dance, baby. Look, it's new dance. Look. This is a new dance, baby, all right? Flip it over and wax it with your ass. Wax the flow with your ass, baby. Flip it back over. Look for another spot. And wax it some more. Come on, baby. this a new dance. Get down here and do it, baby. Get down here and do it. I was down there like, like this, daddy? Like this. He said, yeah, do it over there. Do it over there. Like this, daddy? My father threw three or four rags on the floor, and he tricked me into waxing the entire damn living room. It's like, I got you, baby, didn't I? I got you. I love my father. One day, he said, "Uh, I want you to meet my friend's son. I was like, "Uh, you and mommy's friend? He said, no, my friend. He took me over to this woman's house named Authorine. Authorine, what kind of name is that? Authorine. Sounds like a writer's mouthwash, doesn't it? Authorine. Anyway, she had this one son that my father called Steak Face because the kid's face was flat and wide. He was a mean-ass little kid. No exaggeration. His face was like, ugh, ugh. My father said, Steak Face, how you doing? Don't be calling me Steak Face. I got to say this. Yes, you do, little mofo. USDA right there. It should be stamped on your forehead. Look exactly like a little steak. Uh-uh. Maybe you want a Steak Face. Every time look at your own self in the mirror, look at your own self sometimes and maybe you don't want a Steak Face. Maybe you. Maybe you. Anyway, they sent me and Steakface outside to play catch with this little mini football. We're throwing it back and forth and Steakface accidentally throws it over my head into the alley between the house and the car. I leaned down to pick it up and I stood up. I looked through the window. I saw my father kissing Arthurine. I'm like, (laughs) Steakface. (laughs) Steakface's like, what you looking at, boy? Ain't supposed to be peeking through nobody's window. No way. What the hell are you looking at? Huh? Wait, what you you looking at? Let let, let me get in my tippy toes and look for myself. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. And he ran behind the garage. Just then, flames started licking over the top of the garage. People were coming outside, running around. Ah, Fire engine showed up. Ah, Animals were running around. Safe face sneaks from around the garage up to me and goes, don't tell nobody I burned down the garage I was like they're going to know steak face you ain't got no eyebrows they burned off they're going to definitely know it was you definitely going to know one week we're leaving another one of my father's girlfriend's houses we're driving up the street and my father turns to me in the car and says baby check this out alright today I'm going to let you make up the lie of where we was hanging out and I'm going to back you up I was like what? today, I'm going to let you make up the lie of where we was hanging out, and I'm going to back you up. I'm like, okay, okay, that sounds like fun. Okay, uh, let's, say, uh, let's say we went to the park. He said, that's good. That's good. And why we ain't hungry, baby? Why we ain't hungry? Because um, your girlfriend made us something to eat. Oh, definitely don't say that shit. No, 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 no. no. Why we ain't hungry, baby? Because um, we bought deli sandwiches and we ate them at the park. He said, that's good. Let's tell her that. But my mother was smart She was clever. She figured it out. She put it together almost like one of my little math problems when she was talking to him. She said, okay, okay, you got 11 women on the side. Times getting busted 17 times. Okay, uh, carry a hoe, carry a hoe, right? Yeah. Carry a hoe equals get the hell out. My father had to go, and he was gone. He moved to the wild while in the town, and my mother went to the other extreme and married a guy who forced us to be in that religion that rhymes with Jehovah's Sitnesses. <laughs> lots of door knocking, lots of door knocking. And after he took away Christmas and birthdays and blood transfusions, <laughs> I couldn't wait to go to my father's house every week. But there was a very, very different scene at my father's house. I go over there and there'd be all kinds of women hanging out. All kinds of women, five or six at a time, just laughing and hanging out. But at some point, every week, my father would kind of push me out. He's like, you know what, you gotta get going. You got stuff to do, you got stuff to do over at your other house, you got homework, all kinds of, you need to get going. And he'd shoot me home real fast, or he'd toss the keys to his big white convertible Cadillac and one of the many women would drive me home or I catch the bus and on the long ride back I fantasize about living at daddy's house but I knew he didn't really want me there So, one day, I got in big trouble with my stepfather. He said, you know, I followed you this morning. I followed you in my car on your way to school this morning, and I saw you throwing orange pills on the ground. I got to whip your ass. I was like, orange pills are biodegradable. He wasn't laughing. He said, you can't just be throwing things on the ground. It reflects on the religion, reflects on the family. I'm definitely going to have to beat your ass. He wasn't joking at all. He told my mother she had to do it with him. So we stood in the living room, my stepfather at one end, my mother at the other. I stood in the middle in just a blue shirt and my underwear. My stepfather started whipping me, whipping me over towards my mother's into the living room and my mother whipped me back towards him my stepfather whipped me back towards my mother my mother took a couple more swipes but she couldn't take it anymore and she ran out of the room in tears but my stepfather He wouldn't let up. He said this. Is going to teach you. And he kept whipping me and, whipping me. and whipping me. And whipping me. And whipping me. He whipped me down to the ground. And he stood over me. And he said. If you're a man. Stand up and box me. But if you're an animal, crawl to your room. I was crawling to my room on my hands and knees and he kicked me, he kicked me. I closed the door to my bedroom and all I could think was, I got to get out of here. Gotta get out of here somehow. And that's where I got the courage to call up my father. Hey Daddy, I don't think I can take it over here anymore with everything that's going on. And so I was wondering, uh oh. I was wondering if if it's okay if I move in with you. My father said, come to me baby. Oh hell yeah. moved over my father's house. I moved over there, and now my older half-brothers live there now, too. My father said, y'all come on here right now. I need to tell everybody right now something important. Over here, you can do whatever the hell you want to do, all right? (laughs) Whatever you do, go ahead and do that shit, but just be yourself. Just be your damn self. That's all I ask, all right? So now I'm living over my father's house. And one day. I was there by myself, and my father's friend stopped by. His name was Trout Mouth. Now, we didn't call him a Trout Mouth to his face. My father did sometimes just messing around, but Trout Mouth, no exaggeration, his mouth was just like a rainbow trout, okay? Curled down on the edges, his mouth was kind of like, it's kind of like... You walk into the living room like. And he had this laugh to win. <laughs> all right. Just happening little Donnie Donnie. Um, where your daddy at? Um, he had to go downtown. That's right. He had to talk to some of his business associates, all right? So I tell you what, you know what? Pull a chair up over here. Pull pull a chair up over here. I'm going to drop some street game on your ass right now. To so drop some street game on you right now, okay? A couple things you need to know. The first thing is, you need to know what pimps stand for. P-I-M-P stand for put it in my pocket. You need to know that shit, all right? <laughs> okay? Now, next thing you need to know is there's different kinds of pimps, okay? Different kinds. Now, the first type of pimp... It's called a gorilla pimp. They use physical intimidation on a woman, right? Just then, my father kicked the door open. Boom! Teddy Moe! Teddy Moe! What the fuck you doing, man? Well, you know, I was just dropping a little game on him. Don't be dropping a goddamn thing on Donnie. He gonna be somebody. Do you understand that? Do you? All right, then. Damn. (laughs) All serious and shit. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And he was gone. My father ran the streets a lot, and it caught up with him. His kidneys started really bothering him, and he was at home a lot more and able to watch what I was doing. Donnie, baby, what you doing smoking weed? <laughs> Daddy, everybody's smoking weed. Besides, you told me I could do whatever I want. I didn't mean whatever you want. I also said, be your damn self. And this ain't really you, baby. This ain't really, really you. After that, my father woke me up every single day to go to school. He pushed me through high school, through junior college, till I ended up at UCLA. I went to visit my father about a month before he passed. We were sitting on the couch watching television. Ben-Hur, the gladiator movie, was on. And one of the main characters, he, he was mortally wounded and, and he was getting real deep. My father said, uh, Downey, how come they, baby, how come they always got to say some epic shit at the end of movies? Why they always got to go, tis thou? Tis thee, the kingdom, and the queen to the throne. Tis thou, tis thou. Two more tises, tis, tis. (laughs) Won't they say some regular shit like, I have two tacos, no hot sauce. Don't let Willie drive my chariot. And tell Larry, tell Larry, tell Larry. I always thought he was the dumbass. I sat there on the couch with my father. He had no big hat, no super bell bottoms, no alligator shoes, just a blanket around his shoulders, not a cape. Luster had faded, but I realized all that pushing and pushing and pushing me was like trying to pass the baton, pass the torch. I tried to hold on to some of the best parts that my father emblazoned on me. And I hope to pass the best parts of those onto my son's. Not long ago, I sat with one of my sons on the couch watching television, and it broke. And I got an idea. I wondered. I wondered if we had any cardboard boxes.
0: Judgment Live. Changing the world one story at a time. See this performance in brilliant technicolor. Snapjudgment.org. And there, for those that join Snap Nation, you might see the secret. Never aired, never broadcast Snap Judgment comic extravaganza. You may even want to let people know that you swing Snap with the stylish Snap Judgment pen or hear some Snap Judgment music. Just by pledging allegiance to Snap Nation It's easy, Snap stuff for the asking Snapjudgment.org Remember, amazing Snap Judgment goodness storytelling On the podcast catcher, wherever you got this podcast Get some more, Snapjudgment.org See the videos See the music, see the magic that made this live show happen. It's all available right now at snapjudgment.org. Let the people know, let the record reflect and understand this. This show was produced by the Uber producer, Mr. Mark Ristich. It was engineered by Pat LaCity Miller. The band Thales Atlas performed every piece of music you heard on this show. Fells Atlas. And remember this, remember this right here. Even though this is not the news... This is WNYC.